So you're going to get wine next time? Yeah. You can't keep buying it for us. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> I'll buy whatever next week. You have to tell me what you like, though, because... Listen to me. I'll drink any fucking wine you put in front of my face. Anything. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> one of my favorite shows in the world is Parks and Rec. Yes. <laughs> the most yes. iconic line that Leslie says is like, I would like, I would like a red wine, the cheapest one you have, because I can't tell the difference. <laughs> I am Leslie Nope in this very instance. Yeah, because it's like, honestly, just make sure it has alcohol. Yeah. Make sure it's tasty. That's all I need. That's it. That's I don't all. need your fucking top shelf bullshit. I don't, I don't understand, like, the wine tasting. Like, people go, they're like, you want to go do wine tasting? I'm like, can I, one, get fucked up? And two continue to get fucked up. And they're like, oh, oh, it's oaky with Ooh. notes of, like, peach and... Mm-hmm. Ammonia. Humming. Yeah. <laughs> Peach and hummingbirds' wings. Yeah. I, I'm like, what? And they swish around in the glass and spit it out. And they spit it Listen, out. They waste it. If you waste wine, Piss. I swear. I don't get it. Just taste the fuck it. Just no. drink it. Drink it. Let it just ooze all up into your bloodstream. Were you part of the slap the bag movement in uh, college when you drank out of the bag? And I was not. That was after my time. I was not... I don't know if that was after my time or if I was just too busy chugging Bud Light. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? And shots of Fireball. Oh, yeah. Fuck uh, off. I didn't refine my taste until I was like 23. (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. Your tastes are still not refined. Oh, yeah. And by refined taste, I mean like fucking Sutter Home, like the economy size bottle of of wine some of fucking boone's farm yeah i don't care listen i drank boone's farm at like 14 years old Jesus because it was <laughs> i should not be admitting to my juvenile delinquency here but here oh we are. who among us that was a uh, boone's farm in a mad dog 2020 Ooh. do not don't do it no no oh my god we were all about you know what we were all about in college was uh angry orchard and fireball Jesus. we call them angry balls <laughs> They were apple cinnamon fucking deliciousness. That's yeah. So we didn't taste we didn't taste anything when we drank in high school. No, uh, we just drank to get fucked up. Yeah, in high school, it's not about taste. No. So Boone's Farm was where it was at. Mad Dog Twenty Twenty mixed with a little Mountain Dew was tolerable. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and ninety nine bananas straight out of the bottle. Oh my god! Ew! You were a ninety nine bananas. Um, one time until I got so fucking drunk that I can't even look at the bottle without. Oh. Reminding myself at the time I almost died. My, my one friend in college, do you know what UV blue is? Oh my god, yes. Oh my god, like there is such there is such a story behind that. I can't wait to hear it. Oh, mm. it's not for this podcast. It's not for this podcast. No. That's that's another podcast. That's a, that's the another. Times we uh, almost died drinking yes, alcohol. Yes, exactly. Uh, the alcohols I can no longer drink because I got alcohol poisoning. Oh yeah, there's a list. Y'all, we don't have a problem. I promise you. No, no, it's, not now. No, before maybe. <laughs> I call it the curse of twenty one. When you turn 21, mm. you just go ape shit hog wild. Yeah, no, mine was the curse of 14. So, Oh, God. That is... 14 to 22. <laughs> so just almost a decade. The, the curse of my life. The curse of Rachel <laughs> Nelvenko. Yeah. To be fair, though, I do not drink that much now. I drink No, you don't. That's why you got wine. a little bit buzzy after that like one can. one can. So 
by the way, this is Chardonnay and DNA. <laughs> I am Becky Barnes. I'm Rachel Nalavanko. Um, we are currently drinking a nice can of Prophecy wine. It is Sauvignon Blanc. I could not even attempt to say that. I like saying it because it makes me feel fancy in French. Did you put your pinky up in the air like Patrick? Pinky up. Pinky up. Yep. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, Chardonnay and DNA, you want to, let's talk about what we are in case anybody's just tuning in for the first time. We are a podcast. That talks oh, no about DNA. <laughs> we talk about DNA and wine and family drama bullshit and yes, true crime. Sometimes true crime. there's murder. Sometimes there's murder. <laughs> and all the time there's wine, except for the first two episodes when we didn't know if it was allowed. Yeah, and now I think we just don't fucking care. Well, and you saw that bottle in the the trash. The trash can. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Fair. Um, also, we're in a new room today. and it's, I hate it. It's kind of weird. I gotta say, I don't like it. I liked our little fucking sardine can. Our tiny padded room. Next, Yes. This isn't even padded. It's not. I mean, granted, it is, it's a beautiful room. It's gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. It's but... a great room for like way bigger shit than what we're doing. Yeah. I feel like I need to talk louder and my voice will not be as And there's soothing. just like, they're not on, but there's just like cameras because people do like camera shit. I'm like, no. Yeah. But Let me hide behind this microphone. Very absolutely lovely of this organization that we record at to let us use this room since there were technical difficulties. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. But I just, I liked our little, I liked our little cracker box. So if we sound a little weird in the next why. episode, that's why. That may have been contributing to my anxiety a little bit because I just like, yeah, so many so much room for activity and so many weird lights and like ugh. yeah yeah i liked our little dark cave but yeah. we'll probably be back there next we time we will push through so i am super stoked about my story cool it's... can i do a really quick correction score oh yeah 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 yes oh i forgot yes i was supposed to remind you i had one no, job that's okay you had one job becky one job. uh so apparently it's been brought to my attention that on the very first episode when we did our introductions i made it sound like i am not happy in my marriage with my husband and that's so far from the true (laughs) no i so what you were saying was you said you can tell i'm very happy about that right so but it was more to the like the 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 awing and the swooning yeah because when i say i'm married to my childhood best friend everyone's like oh my god it's a hallmark movie and i'm like bitch this is the and you're like we got married on fucking halloween so yeah we're actually like really weird this is the for if if hallmark movies were about horror and the macabre the macabre then yes but no yeah um and i was mainly referring to the everybody ah and you awing. So if people had seen our interaction, they would have understood what I was talking about. I love my husband. Everything's fine. Sorry, Joey. <laughs> yeah, I I knew that that's not what no. it was supposed to be. But, but it was brought to my attention by my brother. And he was like, y'all okay? And I was like, yeah, we're good. Like, that was just... No, they're fine and yeah. dandy. They're yeah. great. So anyway, sorry to uh, bring my relationship back up, but we're happy and that was not the case. No. So just shut up, everybody that's thinking otherwise. Yeah. And I also wanted to bring up that you were absolutely right in the first episode whenever you said the 80s was when... DNA was used for criminal cases because we were like, oh, I don't yes. know if I'm wrong. Yes, I confirmed that as well. Yes, um, it is very new. It yeah. is like, and it's it's like baffling, kind of how new it is. Yeah, it was only like I think allowed to be used in criminal cases thing in like 1984 or something is what I read, and I was like, Becky, you were right. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, because they didn't use it. I I don't think they used it at all for Bundy. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't used for the longest time, mm-hmm. which is probably why now it is just so huge because yeah. now there's just, there's been a whirlwind of development since 
like the infancy of it, which wasn't really that long ago. No. So you were right. Just wanted to let you know. Yay. Give you a little little boost there. Um, but wow me, I want to hear your story today. I'm so, like, I just think this is the weirdest, the You've weirdest. You've been hyping me up all week for this. I think it's just the weirdest fucking thing. And I think, oh man, it just, I, this is the kind of shit I live for. Like okay. that really bizarre stuff. I'm so excited. Okay. I am so, settled in. Okay. This is the case of Lydia Fairchild. I got my sources from Guardian Liberty Voice, Global Genes, and Live Science. For more information on what I'm going to talk about, there's a great BuzzFeed article as well, which I'll we'll post all this on all the relevant pages so that you can see where we got the info. It's crazy and really fucking cool. Awesome. So, okay, so to qualify for public assistance in the state of Washington, applicants must prove their biological connection <gasps> to any children they claim. Which I just have to say is, like, fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I briefly saw a snippet about this case, and I'm so fucking excited you? that you're oh, doing it. it's so I weird. don't know everything. I just remember reading it and going, what the fuck? Yeah, and that was it. super weird. So... So, yeah, so you have to prove biological connection to children that you claim in the state of Washington to qualify for, like, public assistance, so, like, food stamps, all that kind of shit. Are there are there contingencies for adoption? And, like, I mean, there guess, has to be. I just think I don't like when when the government or anyone, like, conditionalizes, like, giving help because it's like if you mm. have – if you have a kid that needs food, just fucking feed just them. Just feed the fucking kid. Yeah. So I just... Or the I, person. Just feed the fucking person. Yeah. I, I just... I don't like that. Okay. Sorry. So for Lydia Fairchild and Jamie Townsend, they figured that this would just be a formality. When Townsend, the father of the couple's two children, as well as the one that Fairchild was pregnant with at this time, received his results, they came back as a match for paternity as expected. However, Fairchild's results were a different story. So despite having carried and birthed the two living children and currently carrying a third child, the test results denied there being any genetic link between them and Fairchild. Excuse me? Right. So this woman, she's like, yeah, like I, I, I banged my dude. I had, I conceived, I was pregnant, I gave birth, but what? these children can't be linked back to her. Um, so in December of 2002, Fairchild became the target of a welfare fraud investigation and even faced having her children taken away by social services. Oh my god. So like, how confusing, and also like, no one's gonna believe you, you know? Yeah, and it's not like the DNA didn't match the dad either. Exactly. It was like... It's like just her so she's just like what the fuck are these aliens yeah yeah i mean how crazy how crazy would that be and then have your have the possibility of your children who you know are yours being taken away yeah how horrifying yeah so fairchild was interrogated with questions about who she really was and townsend was accused of fathering the children with another woman (gasps) which like how but also how and how would they have been born on the same day as her babies were born and what all of it is just a big like what what the fuck nothing there makes sense no so there was no doubt in fairchild's mind that she had conceived been pregnant with and given birth to all the children not to mention she was pregnant with a third as this whole thing was going on and her obgyn was equally shocked he stated i've been doing this long enough to recognize when someone is giving birth right in front of me I'm like, okay, I mean, that's fair. Fair enough. I mean, that's super fair, but I don't think you need to be an expert to witness a childbirth. But I, yeah, but I mean, I think his point was just like, oh, yeah, absolutely. I like, saw how ridiculous. her, I saw her push these kids out. Yeah. Like, 
Like, this happened. Right. So, um, so the court proceedings and investigation continued into advanced stages of Fairchild's third pregnancy. The doctor even orders a court-appointed witness to the birth. <laughs> and I put, parentheses, you're not even going to take her out to dinner first? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, she has to have some, like who the fuck knows who at this birth and then immediate blood tests were also mandated by the court once the baby had been born i'm sorry i don't want to be a mother and we've very clearly established this but the idea that already i have 12 different strangers in the room staring at my hoo-ha yeah while i'm pushing out a baby and then just someone from the court some, like let me take some notes while you're some rando and then they have to like poke and prod at you for like oh blood tests God. yeah okay so again, these tests revealed after the birth, no genetic link to Fairchild and the baby she just delivered. What the fuck? Yeah. So as luck would have it, one of Fairchild's attorneys happened upon the similarly bizarre case of Karen Keegan in Boston, Massachusetts. When Keegan had undergone DNA testing in search of a kidney donor, she found that she shared no genetic link with two of her three sons. So the only genetic link she had with her sons were with her youngest which is kind of important. After seeking further guidance, her doctors hypothesized that Keegan might have a very rare genetic disorder called chimerism. That's spelled like, C-H-I-M-E-R-I-S-M. Like a chimera. So uh, it's like a- It's a mythological creature. Yeah, yep. Which has only been documented 30 times in history. Essentially, uh, chimeras started out as twins upon conception, but then absorbed the other twin. <gasps> So do you, have you seen Pitch Perfect? Yes. Do you remember when um, the one character, I don't mean to like identify her as only this, but this is how I identify her. She's an Asian, the Asian, little Asian girl. Oh yeah. The one that's like, uh, she whispers She everything. whispers and she's like, I ate my twin in the womb. Yes. It's like yes. That. <laughs> it's oh like my. that. So basically what happens is the cells of the absorbed twin remain in a concentrated area of the body and the remaining chimera is left with two sets of genetic material. What the fuck? Doctors conducted several tests on Keegan, but could not find any genetic material that matched her two older sons. Until she revealed that she had once had a thyroid nodule removed. Okay. The doctors tracked down the nodule in some, like, medical lab in Boston and found that the genetic material in that nodule matched her oldest sons. So she (sighs) got... I mean, so presumably she got that thyroid nodule removed after her first two sons were born but before the third one was born so okay this is not in my brain this is not lining up it's so weird so it's with the dna if that was like her twins dna that was showing up as the mother of those children right Mm -hmm. wouldn't that have shown up as she was their aunt so i don't know i don't know like to what extent these I don't know if it's, it seems to me like these uh, DNA tests might just be like a yes, no thing. Like, is this the mother? Yes, no. And I just feel like that could have solved a fuck ton of this trouble. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, there's still genetic material that's attached to you. We don't know what the hell, you know, is going on here, but they're related to you in some sense. Right. So I'm not sure, like, if it's almost like a pregnancy test when it's like pregnant, not pregnant. Like, yeah. mother, not mother. You know what I mean? Yikes. So it might it might just not go into that much detail. Multiple yike right now. Yeah. That is... Super fucking weird, right? What? Yeah. Okay. So that nodule that this Karen Keegan in Boston got removed had the DNA inside of her two oldest sons. When she got it removed, though, 
her youngest son matched her her body's because there's two sets of genetic material right right okay so okay so now let's go back to fairchild so after hearing about keegan's story they took a cervical smear which fuck this poor woman yeah (laughs) like she there's just an endless like so much invasive shit uh, yes just an endless string of poke and prod after poke and prod and the dna found so after the cervical smear that did match the children's dna okay it turns out that fairchild is a chimera whose absorbed twins genetic material ended up in just fairchild's ovaries so first off how fucking cool would it be to be called a chimera? Right? <laughs> like, I want to, I want to, I don't. But you know what I mean? Like, like, oh, well, I'm one of only 30 in the world. Isn't that crazy? That's nuts. So her twins' ma- genetic material were just in her ovaries. Of all places. Yeah. They concentrate in, like, one area. Like, with that Karen Keegan, it was in that nodule. Right. And then with her, with Fairchild, it's in her ovaries only wow yeah so this is a direct quote from the guardian liberty voice her attorney alan tyndall reflected on the dire consequences of oversight in the testing of dna people go to death row because of dna tests he said Mm -hmm. people are released from death row because of dna tests as for karen keegan and lydia fairchild two women separated by thousands of miles but linked by a rare genetic condition their separate but bizarre tales may well have inspired the medical community and the justice system to think again about the potential shortcomings of dna testing wow which is so crazy because like think about people think that dna is the be all end all yeah yeah and there's this is a new science they're still yeah figuring things out yeah so, I mean, it's so crazy that people think that this they just take it for granted as being irrefutable. And it's not always. Can I just say really quick, I am so weird about DNA that, like, if I throw something, like, heaven forbid I drop, like, a napkin that has spit on it. And yeah. I'm terrified, like, oh, my God, what if a dead body just magically ends up on top of that napkin? And that, like, I know that's so far-fetched. No, but, yeah, people think that it's just so, like, definite. Yeah. yes. Yes. What the... Wow. Yep. So this is a this is a picture of Fairchild. Okay. So after, you know, after that, everything was dismissed. Yeah. Obviously, she kept her kids and now at least knows the root of this problem was. Yeah. There was another case, uh, singer Taylor Mull, M-U-H-L. Okay. She has what was deemed a birthmark by doctors, but it's actually a sign of chimerism. It's so basically what she has is completely different pigmentation of her stomach. What this picture? Yeah, this picture that I printed, it's black and white, so it's a little bit hard to tell. But basically, one side of her stomach is a completely different pigmentation as the other. What? Yeah. So the left, our our left side is like much darker, and the right side is much much paler. So this is a direct quote from Live Science. Mall has a type of chimerism called tetragemetic chimerism this can happen in cases of fraternal twins where there are two separate eggs fertilized by two separate sperm and the two zygotes merge and form one human being with two different cell lines what isn't that bonkers that is so it's bringing up i feel like there was it's probably a tv show and not an actual case because i am a tv junkie but there was a case of 
someone whose DNA didn't like match a murder and they had like double DNA. It, yeah, I mean, it's like that's that's right. Yeah, yeah. it's like you have, these... have to find that if it was real or if it was something I just imagined. Yeah, it's, it's like you have these two DNA sets. So what? here's a picture. You can kind of see that on our left side, her stomach is like way oh, yeah. darker. You can, you can clearly see that. Yeah. Wow. That is. What? Isn't that wild? Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, BuzzFeed had a really, really good article about this that we'll post. They go into like all, they, they share a couple other cases. They um, they go into like the science behind like why this happens. Right. I just think it's so crazy because when you are conditionalizing like things like public assistance. Yeah. And you're conditionalizing it based on like DNA. There are problems with that sometimes. There are problems with that in general. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there are 100%. Yeah. But like with actual, with trying to factually get that information, there are shortcomings. And and with, you know, yeah, putting people on death row. Oh, absolutely. That is just, I mean, and that's proof right there. Not Nothing is concrete. Nothing yeah. like with DNA science. No, it's, I mean, this, this is nuts. And the fact that it literally, it focuses in one part of your body. So like you could just have like this second dna and like your tongue or something like it's just so it's right. bizarre like that's where all the twin is yeah so can not conjoined twins sorry that's not the right term that i'm looking for but this genetically conjoined yeah. no the yeah i mean i guess cases like this have always like sort of fascinated me and kind of like weirded me out in a way of like oh uh, here uh, my Big Fat Greek Wedding. Mm-hmm. Have you watched that movie? Yeah. And the ants was like, I had a lump on my neck and they cut it open and inside were teeth and all this oh, stuff. Yes. Yes. Ew. So I'm like, what in the... And that happens. Like, this shit happens. Yeah. So, and um, there's a... Ed, do you know the uh, case of Edward Mordrake? Mm, I don't think it's, I know that one. It's not like a murder. It's not... It's like a historic case of this nobleman who was supposedly born with the face of his twin that he had absorbed in the womb on his back like on his head on the back of his head like Voldemort yeah like (laughs) straight up out of Harry Potter Voldemort and Quirrell yes so and supposedly like he could hear it talk and things like that granted this is more myth than truth but I think the man actually existed so crazy that like it just makes me think of things like that like how many cases there have been where dna like this and you have no idea yeah i just pulled up this buzzfeed article yeah um because like there are so many different different cases around this so this one says uh father failed a paternity test because the genes in his saliva had different differ from his sperm's genes and wow, this actually says one in eight people might possess. What? Yeah. Might be the chimeras or whatever? Yeah. Wow. And I mean, the the thing is, you wouldn't, you probably wouldn't be able to find that out unless something crazy happened. Yeah. Unless you had some kind of major medical event or something like this happened where your DNA was going to be tested. Yeah. So, wow. That is, when you see this though- Gen- I mean, genetics are so interesting in general, like how how they work. There's like that case of those twins. Have you heard about that where the one baby was born black and one baby was born white? Oh. Yeah. And I don't know a whole lot about it, so I don't want to go into it. Oh, I don't... wait. Is, is it like where she did technically have the- – there were two fathers? No. I think it was 
it was like a recessive gene. Really? That came out. And I, that's why I don't want to like get too much into it because yeah. I don't want to screw it up or do them any injustice. But it was miraculous to think that things like that can happen. And at that point, I'm sure you're questioning like like this woman was. You're questioning what happened here? What is my family really my family? Is this, you know, that sort of thing. And it's so lucky that her lawyer, I don't know what the fuck kind of research he did to come across that other case. Because that case was going, that case of... Uh, Keegan was going on like at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So if he hadn't come across that, I don't know that they never would have been able to prove it. And this poor woman, they could have had her kids taken away. Yeah, when like, very clearly she had them. Yeah. And, and granted, the the subject that I just brought up the the case before really has nothing to do with this, but it's just another of like but genes twin are wild. genes. Is, yeah, they are very very interesting and complex yeah and, and that's why i brought it up to just you know and this the whole idea like the sperm and egg thing can just be a million different scenarios can happen and yeah. most of the time it it results in a you know quote unquote like normal pregnancy yeah but there are so many other things that can happen yeah and then they have like there are serious consequences that they're never found out right exactly I, i'm just i'm still so fucking livid that it's the state of Washington yep. that requires DNA testing. And I know this was from – this case happened in 2002. So, so maybe may, they've updated their, it, yeah, their bullshit rules. Right. Yeah. But just why? And and that's – honestly, like, that's that's my whole thing is, like, this, this never even would have happened if it weren't for that. I mean – Yeah. She would have never found out and her life wouldn't have been subjected to this – yeah, Had if they it weren't not... for this, uh, this like, kind of arbitrary rule. Yeah. I really hope that they revisited that and changed it because, again, uh, blood does not make a child, like, or a father or a or mother a, yeah. or a parent. You know, there are many situations where people have children that are not their biological child, but they're still very much their child. So I, I want to Google really quick, actually in the state of Washington if they've updated this because it just in my mind it it just does not make any sense this uh this other story on this buzzfeed article there was a suspicion of male chimerism suddenly so it what do you mean like as a like a man yeah like it was in a man it it looks like okay i read about this so he this guy who is a chimera he had two toned striped skin what yeah i don't the light and dark strips were so pronounced that as a child the man had escaped teasing by telling other children that he was a burn victim the tones in his skin were so different that he could actually pass as a burn victim like that's how distinct isn't that crazy and i've also i also read that like people there are some people that have two colored eyes that's sometimes a sign of being chimera Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it must just be like where those different genes end up landing. Right. That is unbelievable. Isn't that crazy? But imagine being that young and ha like you don't really know why you look the way you do. And yeah, and nobody else to does. explain that. Yeah. Like, ugh. I know. That's and it's. I mean, it has to be more frequent than we actually understand or know. Yeah, they're they're saying they're saying one in eight. Who knows? Maybe you are. Maybe I am. I know. That's. I was thinking that. I was like, is that me? Is that you? <laughs> There's eight people in this building right now. Which of us is? Which a one is a chimera? 
<laughs> who is it? Who among us? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's wild. But I thought that was so cool because, every, you know, everything, there, it, nothing's black and white. No, no, absolutely and not. And that this just shows that the, their, you know, DNA is not always, like, concrete and irrefutable. No. It, it has its own shortcomings and they can be really serious. But we want to believe that it is so concrete and real because it's something that gives weight to accusations against criminals and... And it's scientific. It's yeah. like, it seems so factual. But it it doesn't always work that way. No. Crazy, man. Yeah, absolutely. I know. That was really cool. I know. I'm so excited about yeah, it. Yeah, that was really good. You were so excited all week. I was. I was. I was like, oh, my God. This is just so, like, just trippy. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for that. That was really yeah. good. Padded room. Padded room. Go ahead. Do you have anything? Mm, do I have anything? That is the question. <laughs> We never come prepared for this because it's supposed to be more spontaneous. It is supposed to be more spontaneous, and I just am coming up empty. Oh, well, today, tonight, I actually have my little phone consultation with my uh, wedding flower person. So I think I was telling you I'm getting those wood flowers. Yeah. Y'all, they are so pretty. They don't have to, like, you spent all this money on, like, flowers for your wedding, right? And you have to, like, toss them. And yeah. these ones, they're they're wood. They look so real. They're like, they're beautiful. You can do whatever color you want, whatever like type of flower you want. So I get to talk with the with the woman about that more. For can I tell everyone the horrible anxiety story that you induced in me whenever you first told me about the wood flowers? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so when Becky first told me that she was getting married. Uh, she said, I'm not having bridesmaids. I'm going to have sort of a, a bridal squad, but it's not really going to be bridesmaids. And I was like, yeah, cool. And she asked me to be in it. And I was like, absolutely. Let's do this. So we went to, um, where were we? Lunch? High tea. Oh, it's high tea. Yes. yes we like high tea. Yes. Proper. <laughs> <laughs> proper woman. The proper women. Um, oh, God. Yeah. So we went and she casually mentioned oh i got these really cool flowers for my bridesmaids essentially is kind of what she had said yeah and my anxiety went through the roof and i was like in my mind i was like oh oh i thought you weren't having bridesmaids so now you're having bridesmaids am i still in this wedding what's going on and it was just this whole spiral of like what the fuck? <laughs> I saw her face, like I saw her face literally fall into like her butt crack. Yeah, like, it was it was so bad. I'm like, what I guess, yeah, I mean everything is just super like informal. Yes. So hearing the firm formal term yeah. is what triggered that. And no, I was that like, was fake. Oh, well, all right. <laughs> no, that was that was yeah. all fake. So um that's just a little glimpse inside my head where I said it's constant screeching. It- <laughs> <laughs> I was not wrong. Um but yeah, so um, I'm really excited for the bridesmaids' flowers, though. The quote-unquote bridesmaids. Yeah. Yes. I'm super stoked. Yeah. They're going to be beautiful. So that's fun. Was your little anecdote, was that your padded room since you didn't have anything else to say? No. Actually, I thought of something. So Google has been sick. One of my dogs is named Google. Um, She's really cute. She has an underbite and big she does. googly eyes. Mm-hmm. And she's my only little girl. And leaves me in a house with a bunch of boys. So she's been really sick. And a couple years ago, she got the same sickness and almost died. And so right now we are dealing with that, which isn't a happy part of the padded room. But the happy part is that 
her red blood cell count is up. Yay! So she's making progress and slowly getting better. So hopefully she continues on that path and recovers this time. A little fucker. Right? Little asshole. Every time she's sick, I, you know, because I just... My dogs are like my life. They're your babies. Yeah, they're my babies. So every time she's sick, I'm like, you you can't leave me alone with all these boys. Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> so. You're all you've got. Yeah. You have to have some girl power in the house. Well, that's good. I'm glad Googly Bear's better. Yeah. She's she's getting there. That's so good. positive thoughts towards her. Yep. So, yeah. But I think that qualifies. Yeah. That's definitely a good padded room. Yeah. Well, thank you all for listening. Please get in touch with us on Instagram. Um, On Instagram, we are Chardonnay and spelled out A-N-D-D-N-A. You can find photos from the episode and reach out to us that way. You can also join us on Facebook at Chardonnay and Persand. A.K.A. Ampersand. Did I say that right? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Whatever. And sign. Chardonnay and sign DNA on Facebook. And then Twitter is just Chardonnay DNA. Um, You can also email us your family stories and other cool stuff you might want us to talk about um, at Chardonnay, A-N-D, DNA at gmail.com. Make sure to like, subscribe, and comment on your favorite platforms. Yes. Review, rate, subscribe, all that yeah. good shit um we release new new uh episodes every week on monday i'm trying to figure out like a good like cool cool thing for that like uh dna monday that just sounds lame i don't know i'll work on it okay, yeah you needed that yeah because that's not good no it's not <laughs> not at all um, but whatever fuck yeah. off mondays mondays <laughs> fuck off mondays that's what it's gonna be fuck called off mondays. fuck off mondays okay i'm good with it yeah all right well thanks you for listening yeah we'll talk to y'all soon all right bye bye